0: After I was on Spectrum News, I, I I, was at such a good level. I was like, the business is going to be doing amazing. Two days later, everything shut down. I had no idea where to go, what to do. I was sitting helplessly thinking I made the biggest mistake.
1: When Helena Dweck started giving out free pins on a street corner, she never anticipated that after only two months, she'd be receiving calls from a venture capitalist and be featured on NBC. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your life pre-Air Huggers?
0: Yeah, so I live in the city and I go to Babson. The cool part about the school is that Everyone around you is starting businesses. So you feed off of each other's energy I'm like, like I don't know if I could do it And someone else is like I just started this I'll put you in contact with this person with that person And it's just like it gives you the encouragement to be able to start your own business and go wherever you want to go
1: While you were in Babson in the beginning were there any businesses that you thought about starting or so
0: in my first year of Babson mm-hmm. what they do is there's this program called FME, where they put you guys into groups and they force you to start your own business and they give you money to start it. But none of them really go so many places. What, what was your business? Ours was called Paper Pocket, and it was like on a laptop, you have a pocket connected to it. Like you know on the back of your phone how you have a credit card holder? Right. Pocket on the back of your computer to put loose papers, anything, to just carry around your computer with that. And then after that, a few months later, my friend Sari Katan and I started a vintage clothing business where we like sold all vintage clothing for fun.
1: So you started selling vintage clothing.
0: We had bought so much for ourselves and everyone was asking us where's that from, where's that from, we're like we'll sell it to people. We started buying a lot of stuff, we did pop-ups and deals. What was
1: that um, business
0: called? It was called a No Standing Anytime. What
1: What was the reason behind the name of No Standing no Anytime? No Standing
0: Anytime. I don't know, our friends came up with it. We're like we live in a fast paced world and no one's standing, everyone's running around, but everything's being recycled back to each other.
1: Right. You do the Babson business, the paper pocket, which doesn't really take off, but yeah. it's more of like a school project. And then you do the no standing anytime. Now let's get to air huggers. So you study abroad in Florence. You know, how'd you feel when you were told that you had to come home? Yeah, so
0: when I was abroad, it was just so crazy, no one believed it was real and I was with six friends, and I was the first school to be sent home. So I was going home for a friend's wedding, meanwhile, I had a flight already booked that weekend. My parents were like, pack all your stuff in case. And I'm like, what, I'm packing a carry-on, I know I'm going back, it's a joke. School's really reopening. They're like, no, 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 just pack all your stuff in case. And then two days later, school said they're shutting down, we needed to leave immediately. It was crazy I didn't even realize what was happening so yeah I got home and all my friends and everyone's so afraid of me they're like you have corona this was when everyone was so scared of. and corona. you were in Italy and it was I was in Italy time. in the hot spot of it everyone was coming to say hi to me and they like wouldn't go near me everyone was being so rude and I was giving people air hugs and they're like oh, it's such a good idea, we were able to feel it. Like when was this, mid-February? This was the end, end of February, so like okay. February 29th. So we're in
1: February like 29th, just to give people yeah. perspective, we're still touching at that time. Exactly. People are shaking hands, people are hugging, people are going exactly. to weddings and, and kissing and everything, but nobody wants to touch you. <laughs> so
0: I'm going around giving people air hugs, and everyone's like, it's such a good idea. And we were able to feel like the warmth associated with the hug. From air hugs.
1: Could you demonstrate the air yeah, hug? Yeah, like an air hug. Day? An air hug like okay.
0: that. So we were giving everyone air hugs, whatever way anyone wants to do what they could. So once I was giving people air hugs and we were able to have a good feeling from it, we were like, we need to start something from this. So who is we? So I came up with the idea, but I was talking about it with my family a lot. And then I was like, you know what, why don't I order pins to start off that say air hugger" on it. and. We'll start giving them out to religious organizations, to hospitals, like the people that we thought really needed them. So we ordered a hundred thousand pins. Everyone was like, "Are you crazy? Who orders a hundred thousand pins? What are you doing with them?" I started literally. I rush shipped them, got them in two days. I took my car around the city with my siblings, and I'm like dropping them off to everywhere: churches, mosques, schools, hospitals. I'm like, "You want air hugger pins? It's about spreading love without touching." They're like what do you mean everyone's touching right now? Like, no, 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 but people are gonna stop touching. And they're like, no, they're not. And I'm like, I was just in Italy, no one's touching each other. I'm telling you people are gonna stop touching. I get a call from Spectrum News finally answering me. We had emailed them before telling them what we were doing and they're like, what could you give us a better explanation of what you're doing and like why we should feature you? And I'm like, this is so important for right now. And they said, okay, tomorrow come, give pins out to New New York Presbyterian Hospital. Somehow I convinced them the next day we're at New York Presbyterian Hospital. I'm giving out pins and I'm being aired on TV.
1: One woman has started a campaign amid the coronavirus
0: that she calls air hugging. 20 year old Helena Dweck and her family gave out free air hugger pins in lower Manhattan today and for those of you that missed Cheryl and I air hugging a little bit earlier it's actually when someone wants to show another person affection but without touching them. After that we were trying to figure out different ways to sell pins and like to just spread the message that was our first goal spreading the message and but within a few days everything began shutting down. I didn't know what was happening. I felt like, why is anyone going to buy pins if no one's seeing anyone? Right. You know? So, at that point, I was faced with a real obstacle and I'm like, how do I pivot? How do I turn? How do I make this into a real business? I just ordered 100,000 pins. What am I doing? I'm posting on Instagram nonstop trying to figure out how to sell the pins and Babson reaches out to me, hi, we saw you on New York One News would love to feature you in an article. I'm like, great, amazing. Ba- they're writing an article, Babson Student Creates This Business Spreading Love Without Touch During This Difficult Time. And it ended up working out well for me because the business was so connected with the time we were living in, people were much more interested in it. Right. So Babson wrote that article, and then a lot of people started reaching out to me on email, and NBC reached out, and I thought it was fate. So I was answering the guy an email, not from an NBC email, from a random email. And I was like, I don't know, but worth a try. I get on and he starts saying, okay, I'm gonna record you. This is gonna go on live air tonight. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should have prepared a little better, but okay. And how
1: is he saying that he heard of you?
0: From the Babson article. Okay. Then once NBC reached out and we were featured on NBC, that's when like we started gaining a lot more traction and, and sales started coming in a little bit more. So I just started rambling off. Five hours later, I see myself on TV. It was crazy, we're all sitting in the den watching me on NBC. We're like, how did, this, how did we get on Spectrum, NBC, all these things in a month? And no one's even leaving their homes. <laughs> How'd this happen? And I guess it was because there was so much sadness in the world at that time that they wanted to promote something positive and something uplifting to people. Right. We wanted. We recognized that we were getting more sales, but we still recognize people are in quarantine. We're not gonna get as many sales as now. So we created this Instagram filter, asking people how they spread positivity during quarantine. So we started that. We got a few famous people to get involved with it. And from there, a venture capitalist reached out to us and he was telling us we'd love to get involved. And then we recognized that individual sales one thing but in the end of the day it's a pin so then we started reaching out to bigger businesses and companies telling them why don't you buy these for your employees for when they get back to work to remind them not to touch but in a positive way rather than giving someone their elbow or telling them not to touch them it's like you point to the pin and you're sending them positivity and sending them love so big businesses like google Citibank all places like that for their employees to wear Right. So ShopRite is selling pins and they're giving proceeds to Food for Hunger. So we're trying to give back to to all different communities as we start this business because we wanna spread positivity and spread love and we think the way to do that is by also giving back.
1: What's like, I guess, the next steps?
0: Yeah, so the next steps for right now are, one, we really wanted to give pins to hospitals and to places for people that are sick, but we recognized that the pins were a little bit more difficult because people in hospitals are throwing out their hospital gowns and they want everything to be constantly very clean. So we made stickers that were more hygienic, and those we've also been selling to construction sites. So when people from the employees from the construction site are going on the site, they get their temperature taken. and they have a sticker on, so you know, like, okay, you're good, and remember to social distance. And where we're really leaning towards going is we're gonna create a larger line of products, and we're also going to promote our products past coronavirus into, like, appropriate workplace conduct, selling to religious people, selling to cancer patients, anyone with immune deficiencies, and also for people that don't touch and people that want a social distance, but as we leave, this part of the world create a real, viable business for the future also. We're thinking into clothing, but we haven't fully decided that yet.
1: If, I, if I'm if i around your age, or mm-hmm. any age, and I have a good idea, and I'm not sure if I should do it, what would you say to, to a person like that?
0: Yeah, the first thing that I would really say is, speak to everyone. Don't be embarrassed of talking to people, because when I started out, I was so embarrassed of calling people and doing things, but everyone's willing to help, and. Everyone, you need input and input really helps you get from your idea into a real business. So you realize what's right with your idea, what's wrong with your idea and how to fix that idea. So yeah, so I was speaking with this girl that went to Babson actually that owns a marketing company and she was telling me, what about if after Corona, why don't you create a subscription box to send to people telling them that you're sending them love? And I was like, I never even thought of that route to go, but maybe people would order that. And it's like it was such an interesting idea that I never thought of. And I was like, maybe the business could go in that direction, I don't know. But you just want ideas, so not to be scared to do it. Like, you could fail a million times, but the one time that you do well, that's the only time that people care about. Right. Like No true. one remembers if you fail. You could start a, so many businesses, no one remembers. The one that you start, everyone applauds you for. When you're starting a business, it's not just going to be a straight line of everything being easy. It's going to go up for a second. You're going to think you're doing so well. And then suddenly two days later, you're going to be in the worst mood thinking the business is ending.
1: Do you remember any of those specific down moments?
0: Definitely. After I was on Spectrum News, I I, I was at such a good level. I was like, the business is going to be doing amazing. Two days later, everything shut down. I had no idea where to go, what to do. I was sitting helplessly thinking I made the biggest mistake.
1: Right.
0: It's going to get better. The world isn't going to be like this forever. And we're going to figure out a way to do it.